Hello friends and family within the Scottish games industry and further afield. You're listening to News Game Plus with me, Ryan. As always, we'll be recapping everything our parent website, the Scottish Games Network, has reported on over the last seven days, while asking you what you think. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's stories. Kicking us off, we have... North Lanarkshire-based developer Stormplay Games are set to release Operation Pink Eye. This title is a modern-day homage to N64-era first-person shooters such as Perfect Dark and, of course, Rare's GoldenEye 007. The game is set in a world where Scotland and England are independent countries and tensions between the neighbouring nations are mounting. Fearing a takeover plot, the Scottish Secret Service tasked their top operative, Ken Maxwell, with infiltrating the conspiring forces headquarters and getting to the bottom of this. The current demo for Operation Pink Eye is playable in six languages. Scots, Gaelic, English, Italian, French and Russian. Most of which were written by Stormplay's Cobra. Cobra is currently studying Gaelic and had this to say about the project. My aim was to try and promote Scots and Gaelic throughout media because I don't think there's enough things out there in either language. Especially Scots. So I thought, well I can make games. I can try and do something about that. Operation Pink Eye has an admittedly out there premise, and that was not unintentional. The tongue-in-cheek tone really works and has left Team SGN longing for the days of split-screen one-on-one. From first-person spy action to something a little more akin to a disaster drama, Andrew McKissick's latest title, created using the Twine engine, The Attendant landed on his Itch.io page last Saturday. You'll take control of Evie, a flight attendant as she comes to terms with the fact her plane is running out of fuel, has a broken landing gear, and is almost certainly going to have to make an emergency landing. While dealing with her own existential crisis, Evie will have to appear strong and reassure her passengers. This is the worst day of Evie's life, and depending on your choices, it could get even worse. The attendant's gameplay comes from interacting with passengers on board, calming them down and reassuring them that everything's going to be okay. However, Evie is far from okay herself. Throughout the game's production period, Andrew McKissick took inspiration from a range of different stimuli. While talking to SGN earlier in the year, Andrew spoke about how the COVID pandemic contributed to the purgatory-like feeling the game has as the player and passengers are forced to wait as the plane burns fuel ahead of its emergency landing. Andrew's experience with customer service jobs contributed to the dialogue between the passengers and Evie, and McKissick's fear of flying also had a part to play, but I can't imagine how. The Attendant is available now and can be played on Andrew McKissick's itch.io page, the link to which will be in the show notes. 4J's investment arm, Chroma Ventures, have provided Stormcloud Games with a, quote, significant financial investment. The studio, founded by Frank Arnott in 2012, can use this investment to explore new game ideas and create new intellectual property. Within less than a decade of opening their doors, Stormcloud Games have garnered a positive reputation. With work on family-friendly titles such as the BAFTA-nominated The Gruffalo and also Room on the Broom, as well as their award-winning children's game series Paper Zoo, Paper Ocean and Paper Pets. 
Frank Arnold anticipates the team will grow by around 50% over the next year as development progresses. Frank told Scottish Games Network, Given the challenges we've faced over the past year with the pandemic, it feels particularly good to be part of a wider community of games developers working in similar genres. To be doing so with Chris and Paddy's support, both financially and practically, is a real bonus. We've all seen Unreal music videos, but have you ever seen a music video made in Unreal? A Scottish artist has created a music video for Roddy Woomble's latest single, Architecture in LA, using the Unreal Engine. Danny Grant, a Glasgow-based 3D artist, director and sound designer, has used the Unreal Engine in order to produce the video to the Idlewild frontman's latest solo venture. Danny taught himself how to use the Unreal Engine at the start of the first lockdown in March of last year. Using some pre-made assets and a blender, Grant set about building an island environment loosely based on the Hebrides, where Wimble recorded the song. Despite developing the video in an entirely digital setting, Grant says the technology allowed him to closely replicate his usual filmmaking process in the real world. Saying that, I set up everything so I could wander around the island in VR and scout shots which added an enjoyable element of exploration. Some of the shots were filmed using a take recorder that I controlled with a VR camera, which gives this handheld feel that I really like. Takes were roughly assembled in the Unreal sequencer and then rendered for final editing and post-production. Danny further praised game technology, going on to say, Game engines are an amazing creative tool and a game changer for DIY directors like myself. I'm used to being very limited by budget, access to location, crew, lack of production, design, etc. With Unreal, I am only limited by my imagination and technical chops, and I cannot wait to continue learning and experimenting. The link to the music video can be found in the show notes below. An Edinburgh-based youth coding club Prewired have launched an online initiative that tasks young coders with working collaboratively to produce something cool. The club's online initiative, Prewired Plus Plus, is launching the Emporium of Digital Delights, a series of three 12-day coding sprints. Open to young people based in Edinburgh between the ages of 12 and 18, the club welcomes people of all skill levels and backgrounds. And with experienced industry mentors providing advice, there is support for all participants. Those who sign up can choose to take part in one, two, or all three of the sprints. After the final coding sprint, the Emporium will produce a digital showcase of the work produced, allowing a space for young people to share their work with friends, family, or the world at large. The Emporium for Digital Delight starts on the 17th of May. Each sprint will last 12 days with planning meetings, guidance and help available throughout online sessions which will take place from 5 till 7.30pm to ensure there's no conflict with school. Prewired Plus Plus is funded by Creative Informatics so there is no cost involved. Link to the Emporium of Digital Delights will be in the show notes below.
Scottish Esports Hub, or SEH, has been awarded £5,000 of funding through Firstport's Start It Award, in conjunction with Social Entrepreneurs Fund and the Scottish Government. Brian Houston, founder of the Scottish Esports Hub, told Scottish Games Network, Having entered the esports industry in September 2015, and working nearly exclusively in grassroots esports, SEH is the accumulation of everything I've learned in esports from individuals, groups, organisations and companies over the years, especially all my friends in Scottish esports. I am overwhelmed that SEH is one of the first esports projects that the Scottish Government has funded. This award is for Scottish esports, and SEH will use it to improve, support, grow and make Scottish esports better. With the funding, Scottish Esports will incorporate its constitution and work with SEN Scott Legal to create contracts and value guidelines. It will also establish a base for the organisation within the Glasgow Collective. The value guidelines, which will appear within all SEH contracts, will have clauses around equality, inclusion, discrimination, disability awareness and how esports is referred to. SEH hopes that this will be the first steps in the recognition and regulation of Scottish esports. The funding will be used to pilot their schools programme in the second half of 2021, house SEH at the Glasgow Collective and raise awareness of SEH and Scottish esports through online marketing. This award will also allow Scottish Esports Hub to launch two other departments, SEH Research and SEH Wellbeing which will focus on research projects around Scottish esports and the well-being and mental health of Scottish esports. The organisation will release more information about the projects in the lead-up to the Scottish Esports Hub's launch in late spring. Before I forget, the BAFTA-nominated game about a woman living with dementia launched on Nintendo Switch and Xbox One and Xbox Series X consoles this week. Initially released on itch.io and Steam last summer, the game was created by Threefold Games, an indie partnership between journalist-turned-narrative designer at Massive Entertainment, Chela Ramanan, and Dundee-based designer, Claire Morwood. Before I Forget received rave reviews upon release from the likes of Eurogamer, The Guardian, and The LA Times for its compassionate and nuanced depiction of memory loss coupled with a touching tale of lifelong romance. Playable in the space of an hour, the game puts you in the shoes of retired cosmologist Sunita and tells her story through anecdotes and memories triggered by objects placed around her London home. With a unique story and some interesting structural twists, Before I Forget is an essential addition to the genre of first-person narrative games that includes the likes of Gone Home, What Remains of Edith Finch and Sunset. Tune into the SGN podcast tomorrow to hear an extended interview with Morwood which delves into Before I Forget and her journey from geology graduate to self-taught games designer. And finally, a team of Aberdeen University students has recreated the Isle of Cumbrae in Minecraft. The project, titled Cumbraecraft, is aimed at primary school children through the Millport Conservation Area Regeneration Scheme, which focuses on the heritage and history of the island. The virtual island includes all the prominent landmarks and significant sites including Garrison House, Lion Rock and the Cathedral of the Isles. Crocodile Rock, 
the local port, and the town's library can also be explored. Game students Claire Monaghan, Fergus Coyne, and Romaine Bourdon worked on the project for three months while studying at Abertay, supported by teaching fellow Kayleigh McLeod. McLeod said, This exciting project has offered our three fantastic students not only real industry experience, producing work for a client that will be used by hundreds of children, but also in the challenge of remote working. Before we start to wrap things up, we always like to end the show by highlighting something involved with the Scottish game sector that we think needs more attention. This is a segment we like to call the weekly shout out. If you have any suggestions for people or projects that we should promote, let us know on our socials or send me an email. That being said, this week's shout out goes to Island Saver. We mentioned Stormcloud earlier in this episode and I've been having a lot of fun with this title. It's free on Steam, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, with expansion passes available for additional content, so there's plenty of fun to be had. If you want to see what the game's about or how it plays, why not watch the playback of our Island Saver live streams on our YouTube channel? And if you're watching this on YouTube, then a link will be in the end card. It's a bit of a shameless plug there, but we'll just we'll just ignore that and gloss on to the outro, what do you say? <laughs> well, that does it for the first week of News Game Plus. What did you think of the stories? What did you think of the show? Let us know in the comments, on our socials channels, or if you prefer a more personal touch, send me a wee email. Team SGN loves hearing your opinions on the stories we report on, and it's always nice to chat with you all. Unfortunately, that's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, please consider following or subscribing depending on your platform, and if possible, leave a like or a review, it helps us out. I could also tell you to follow us on socials and share the show with your friends, but everyone tells you to do that, so you knew it, right? See what I did there? <laughs> Anyways, as always, thank you ever so much for watching. This has been News Game Plus, I've been your host Ryan, and you pal, have been awesome. Thank you again, and I look forward to speaking to you. Same time, same place, next week.